Greetings, cyberspace, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Double Density Podcast with your host, Brian Angelo. Double Density, you're damn right we're talking about the Area 51 raid right now. Hi, Angelo. Hi, I was hoping this was going to be about the iPhones launching today or uh, the Adventure of Link coming out today, but no, you dragged me here to talk about Area 51. The topic du jour. So first things first, uh, we're going to break down what people can expect from this bonus episode. So firstly, we're going to be quickly discussing how we got to the point uh, of this Area 51 event. We're going to get into how the supposed raid went down. And lastly, I'm going to read off some listener and friend predictions about what they thought was going to occur during the event. And we'll see what their thoughts are like. Does that sound good to you? And we know what happened, right? The, there's, yes. This happened today? Yes, I'm going to cover that later. Um, you, uh, by virtue of being who you are, haven't been on the internet much, you have no clue what's happened. I had to remind you what today was. Yeah, iPhone launch day. Yeah, exactly. You saw long lineups. I but did. that is not. We're not talking about the lineup I saw? Not tonight. Not too bad. So, Angelo, how did we get here to this point? Well, my understanding is that somebody brilliant out there figured if we all storm. Area 51, at the same time, they won't be able to stop all of us and we'll find out what's there. Right. So the official name for the raid is Storm Area 51. They can't stop us all. It began life as a Facebook event on June 27th, 2019. The notion was to storm the secret government facility between the hours of 3 and 6 a.m. on September 20th, 2019, and ostensibly free the aliens stored within. So, Angelo, that's a mouthful for someone who doesn't know what Area 51 is. Could you maybe spend, like, you know, uh, 30 to 45 seconds kind of describing what the popular belief of what Area 51 is for those who, um, you know, may not know? Let's make this, like, a noob-friendly episode. For a second, I thought you were going to ask me to spend 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, but I can do 30 seconds. Prepare your PowerPoint now. My understanding of what Area 51 is, it's a secret military base that's no longer very secret, uh, located in uh, the dry Groom Lake area in the Nevada desert. And it was a test facility for nuclear weapons and then later became a test facility for secret government aircraft. Uh, for example, the uh, SR-71, the U-2 spy plane, the uh, the Edge spy plane, the Larry Mellon Jr. spy plane, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Adam Clayton spy plane. And this is largely uh, correct. Yeah. Um, and if you want to learn more about Area 51's origins, you can head on over to our show notes where we've linked to our 51st episode, the aptly named Area 51. This is your life to learn more about the history of the wanted government space. Yeah. And uh, before I went on my U2 joke there, uh, they also have all the stealth fighters that were tested there. And, you know, you kind of find out about the stuff that gets tested there way after it's actually tested, obviously. Yes. Um, um but to speak to sort of like the popular myth behind it, it is a uh, sort of supposed, let's go with supposed now because I, you know, I'm all in 2019, but in, in this case, I need to show a bit of restraint. So the idea behind Area 51 is that the 1947 Roswell crash debris, as well as um, some theoretically surmise that there are living aliens were brought to Area 51 and uh, have lived there um, ever since. Yeah, and the aliens are actually in the pyramids. Well, there we go. So a Facebook event creator and college student, Maddie Roberts, came up with the idea after watching Area 51 conspiracy theorist Bob Lazar and filmmaker Jeremy Corbell on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast on June 20th, 2019. So in my notes here, I have pause to let Angelo ruminate on that great lineup. Yeah, the most, um, what, was I, what do I call him? The most pretentious filmmaker? Yes, we recently did an episode on Corbell's film about Lazar, uh, if you want to check that out. So the Facebook event included the description, if we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. Angela, what is Naruto running? I was actually about to ask you the same question. Naruto is a uh, 
is it like a cartoon or something? Yeah, it's a popular anime. Okay. And do they run funny in that? Yeah, so uh, the idea behind Naruto running is you're running headfirst while bent over, supposedly uh, for less wind resistance, but science says that, of course, is false. Yeah, and uh, if they're snipers, they're going to hit you regardless. <laughs> yes, exactly. So after June 27th, uh, the event was slow to take hold, but then soon went viral, ending with uh, about over just over 2 million people marked as going and another 1.5 million marked as interested in the course of the last few months. Uh, so at one point, the event was mysteriously removed from Facebook around August 3rd of this year and then reinstated days later, uh, you know, just because and that's how Facebook works. Yeah, Facebook's the best. Facebook probably works with Area 51. Yes, let's just tie that into there. Perfect. So the government's response to this burgeoning event was interesting, to say the least. Um, on July 10th, Air Force spokeswoman Laura McAndrews said officials were aware of the event and issued a warning saying Area 51 is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force, and we would discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where we train American armed forces, adding that the U.S. Air Force always stands ready to protect America and its assets. Aren't they authorized to shoot on site over there? Absolutely. And um, there's been decades of uh, videos of, uh, you know, armed guards meeting trespassers around the fringes of Area 51. I myself, when I visited in late 2014, um, you know, saw uh, uh, people uh, of government nature assume uh, with uh, rifles slung over uh, their shoulders waiting around the uh, entrance. But they're always walking out with uh, rifles slung over their shoulders in Nevada, aren't they? <laughs> yes, that is an open carry state, I yes. believe. So a public information officer at Nails Air Force Base told a radio station KNPR that any attempt to illegally access the area is highly discouraged. Yeah, I would discourage it as well. So because this is 2019 and we just can't have a bunch of people storming a government facility without a whole production meet about it, I'm going to quote from Wikipedia here. In July, Maddie Roberts first expressed interest in a music festival to be made outside Area 51 in what would eventually become Alien Stock. In mid-September, Roberts announced on his website that Alien Stock was canceled due to poor planning, concerns of safety and legality, and lack of infrastructure, adding that he feared, quote, a possible humanitarian disaster, unquote. He also said the event will be relocated to Las Vegas in reduced form and renamed Area 51 Celebration. He has more presence of mind than the fire guys yes so um some people are comparing this to that but the thing is that maddie roberts eventually um uh became very distressed at what he created um and um hasn't outright said he regrets uh doing this but really um uh is concerned with the way that this has organically grown i wish we we would have come up with it I know. I'm, I'm sorry, Angelo. So Robert shifted the poorly attended alien stock to Las Vegas once this thing spiraled out into something he could no longer control. They're expecting about 10,000 attendees for the Las Vegas event, but only a fraction of that actually showed up. And now we get to today, correct? Well, so just very quickly, um, so Little Alien, so there's like a, an inn kind of like right near Area 51. I, then when I know, I you were upset that that was closed when you went. Yeah, it, they were closed for uh, for uh, either renovations or uh, like the holidays. So Little Alien owner Connie West has said that the original Alien stock plans will proceed, adding in an interview that there's nothing I can do to stop it. Roberts' lawyer sent her cease and desist letter regarding the use of the Alien stock name. So she said, I've paid it out of my pocket anyways because nobody had any money, West said, of her planning for Alien stock in terms of permits and things like that. It's go- still going full blast. I've got a $17,500 down payment to security and half of that is non-refundable so head on over to the show notes for more info about the alien stock debacle I'm looking forward to the Netflix documentary about this Oh, there's a ton of cameras, and we'll get into that later. Um, so the town of Rachel, Nevada, was prepared to declare a state of emergency over this, as their tiny town uh, cannot accept such a large influx of people without serious logistical and health concerns. So that's one of the reasons why Roberts canceled this. So County Sheriff clearly stated that an extra 300 paramedics and 150 police officers would be brought in from across Nevada for this um, event. And thus, we set the stage for September 20th, 2019.
What could space be? What could it be made of? What the heck is all those lights out there? Is this just a black curtain with holes in it? I don't know. I'm trying to find out. So a quick detour before our recap. So we regularly, we're, you know, we're hosts of a podcast ostensibly about tech and paranormal events, and we smash these um, things together uh, every episode. I think the Area 51 raid is a perfect story from both sides of what we do because of its popularity and how it grew exponentially thanks to apps like Instagram and TikTok, creating and sharing content. Um, also like virality, right? The idea of uh, taking something and then blowing it um, up, literally, almost in this case. And then we've also gotten to learn um, a lot of the news events and things like that due to social media, especially Twitter. Yeah, the so it started on Facebook, right, and then moved on to to Twitter, I guess. Like, the, did he post at the same time? Did he post anything on Instagram too? I think so. It eventually just was a Facebook event, but people uh, found it funny and then were uh, linking through it um, through different social media platforms, including Instagram, including Twitter, and things like that. Um, so the the event has kind of achieved a legendary meme status from the person doing the Naruto running in the background during a September nineteenth, twenty nineteen news segment to the videos of the quote liberators unquote from the front conversing with the guards about what Naruto is and how Facebook is to blame from all this. There's a ton of takeaways in terms of like memeable um, kind of things. So authorities, um, as of this afternoon so friday september 20th they say there were approximately 1500 people in rachel nearby Heiko, nevada on thursday into friday but police are expecting numbers to reach about 30,000 by september the 21st now i'm on twitter right now and i'm watching a video of a guy riding a bike with a giant green alien on his back oh there's a ton of that there's a ton of with a et in the front of his bike there's a ton of that kind of stuff um, so uh, a lot of these people right now are camping out in Rachel and the aforementioned Little Alien Inn, who had um, they had all thirteen rooms of the inn booked very very quickly, and they also opened up about thirty acres for camping. So a lot of people are staying both in Heiko and in Rachel, um, camping out. At least it's not as big as the actual Woodstock, because that would have been a bit of more of a disaster. Although well, I don't also, think anybody's really that interested in going to this, to be quite honest. No, with you. no. Well, okay. I mean, like there are supposedly thirty thousand people on Saturday coming by. 30,000 people, but now they're the. What time was it supposed to happen at, though? So this was supposed to happen at 3 o'clock on September 20th. Okay. I'm watching so people practicing their Naruto run up right. to the stop sign of the base. So a lot of the pictures you've seen on social media from overnight are from the general gathering itself, and most of them did not actually um, attend the sort of scrum uh, to go storm the facility. So reports vary on the size of people who actually congregated and decided to quote unquote storm Area 51. So anywhere from uh, like 50 ish, 225 people gathered to step up and take part in the protest. Um, and uh, all of these different news outlets kind of vary anywhere from, like I was saying, between 50 to about over 100. I'm. Uh... In a way, I'm kind of worried because if they do actually decide to storm, they are going to get shot at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I feel like if you watch any of the videos, and um, I've included a video by YouTuber Isaiah Photo in the show notes. So the video has been viewed about 150,000 times in less than 24 hours. Um, and half the video is him getting nervous as he drives up um, to the gate at like 2.33ish this morning. And then he starts interviewing people once he realizes it's a pretty chill atmosphere. So he interviews a dude in a unicorn onesie, revealing he has a crop circle tattoo in his forearm. And asked, uh, and when asked if he believed in aliens, he guffaws and goes, dude, Bob Lazar. Oh, so he doesn't even know who Bob Lazar is? No. So uh, Isaiah also talks to cops who seem amused and happy that, you know, um, things are very, very peaceful. So many of these people carried meme lordish signs such as clap alien cheeks, which is one of the slogans from the event and was chanted on the front line. Uh, do I need to explain what clap alien cheeks means? Please. I have no idea what that is. 
It is a move where you clap your butt cheeks together, as in like you're dancing suggestively. Okay, great. So one moron, and you could see him in Isaiah's uh, video, actually, was flying a North Korean flag. And uh, as I was saying before, bored looking local cops and military personnel were hanging out and bantering with the edgelord heavy crowd. You always use that term edgelord. I just find it funny. It's it's very apt in this case. I think it's all these people who think they're tough, but really you showed up for the memes. So I actually watched a video on Twitter right before we started recording of a bunch of men this afternoon, uh, Naruto running in broad daylight towards an empty an empty Area 51 entrance. So just to say, like uh, the celebrations are only starting. I feel and now that they've like um, quote unquote like stormed the front gates that they're like gonna hang out all weekend and you know uh, do narcotics and things. Oof. So this, my friend, I think is the reality we deserve. So this was largely a bus, and I'll call and get that, to that in uh, the summation of this episode. But uh, the next part is uh, we're going to come to some predictions. So I, I've collected and harvested uh, predictions over the past week. I had the planned raid and uh, get a sense of like what's happening. So I'm going to read these to you, okay? Please. So the first is from our uh, friend TJ, who is a podcaster and also an Alex Jones voice double. So uh, I'm going to read the following. Look, man, we got to see what they have here. I don't think we need to storm the place. Based on my extensive research, i.e. I watched every episode of Bird Notice, Covert Affairs, MacGyver, and the A-Team. Here's what we need to do. First, we send a small dog across the line. And when the cameo dudes come to check out, we sneak up behind them and disable them. Then we take the radios and uniforms and bam, we can quietly sneak onto the base. I mean, from what I've seen, we can likely do this somewhere between 22 and 44 minutes. Nah, fuck it. Let's just drink some redneck beers and camp in the desert for the weekend. You said a naughty word, Brian. I did. This is why this episode is tad explicit, but also um, largely correct in his assumptions, right? Yeah. I, I don't see him being wrong. It's just this whole thing. I don't know if it has me down on the way things work in the world. It's just, it's just so very odd to me. So next up is my friend Lachlan. So due to his geographical location, he is technically the closest person to Area 51 that we have because he's located on the western coast of the United States. Okay. So he says two thoughts. One, anyone who shows up has proved themselves to be either a G-man or extraterrestrial in human disguise, trying to get intel and organize threats to their secret alliance. Two, anyone who shows up has a deep desire to become a micro-influencer or pitch the verge or vice on a sensational, overly personality-driven 800-word piece on how the Area 51 raid is actually about externalizing white capitalist guilt. That's pretty in-depth. He's not wrong, though, my friend. No, I do not. feel like there's going to be a bunch of like first-person narrative stories coming out of here. Yeah, uh, I, I don't disagree. Next up, we got Rob Christopherson, host of Our Strange Guys, and a man who knows about this kind of stuff. Oh, yes. So he says, I don't think there will be a raid of any kind. Can they stop them all? Yes, because they have advanced crowd dispersal equipment capable of incapacitating idiots before they can get anywhere close. The real question here is, can they stop Jeremy Fornames from crashing in on this ridiculous event? That, I'm afraid... They may not be able to do. It is my great hope that on September 20th, the folks who enjoy UFO culture take a moment to remember the Betty and Barney Hill abduction on the 50th anniversary of their infamous event and to also remember that Philip J. Class is indeed a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, he added that there for me. So we're going to talk about Betty and Barney Hill in a sec. Um, so we're going to move on to uh, my friend Danny, a man who's known for his heavy, heavy taste. So he starts things off with the uh, Roman numerals for 9-20-2019 or the raid that could have been. So he says, of course, a couple of people are going to show up. More than likely, even a whole bunch of them. Some will be more organized than others. Some will try a few daring moves. There will be drones, lots of cameras and cell phones broadcasting whatever is happening live. There might be arrests. Most of those who are on site will be curious onlookers standing close by. So he's not wrong. And something that I forgot to mention is that there was one person who got arrested oh. um, during the supposed raid for public urination. Oh, well, that's poor. So there you go. 
That's like that's a boring reason to be arrested at that type of event. I, I agree. I agree. So he continues. This event has been publicly announced for a gazillion years. So whoever works there will obviously be ready. They probably came up with two, three, or fifty-one contingency plans. A couple of which are probably just about trolling those who show up. That's actually what I'm hoping for: some sort of demonstration to either troll, entertain, or both. Whatever they are currently doing over there, and which needs to be hidden from public knowledge, will evidently have been concealed, obviously. But there aren't aliens in there, live or dead. There never were. I'm honestly pretty fed up with the United States always having to be the country where everything extraterrestrial life happens. Nothing indicates that we've been visited by extraterrestrial beings, and while the odds of there being no alien life elsewhere in this universe are statistically extremely thin, interstellar travel is no easy feat indeed. Of course, we want to believe in extraterrestrial sentient beings. The thing is, there's no actual release to believe that there are. I'm of those who think there is an impossibly high probability of life elsewhere than on our planet, but it's probably not all that often sentient. And he opens brackets, I do think there are other sentient beings in the universe, just not that they're the overwhelming majority close brackets so in closing probability of major disappointment at the turn of the events on friday extremely high chances of great footage during that day guaranteed likelihood of your regular listeners including yours truly expecting a great encounter of whatever happened 100 percent. are these all jiving with your thoughts i mean largely so i think that like to to call this a raid is a misnomer and i'll kind of describe why later but i do feel like uh as we've discussed in prior episodes of double density the idea of aliens living there and if they do exist having them moved away as a precautionary move would have been smart yeah i'm still having a whole hard time with this that this is actually happening that more than just five or six people showed up and when we discussed this last was last week we talked about it like i don't think we talked about it on the show but we figured it was just going to be journalists that show up and nobody else yeah um but it seems like uh a lot of people with spare time have decided to show up right now if you had spare time would you have shown up if I were in, and this is kind of what I, I talk about in my closing kind of paragraph, but if I were in my early 20s to mid 20s, if I had the money, maybe, maybe not, probably not. Oh, too bad. So next up is Stella. She's a listener, a friend, a woman of some international renown. So Stella says, so let me preface this by saying that my internet struggled for 15 minutes only on videos that were related to the Storm Area 51 topic. Coincidence? I don't know. And there's a shrug emoji and that emoji of placing your hand under your chin. Okay, that, that's appropriately used. So she says, okay, here goes my prediction. The U.S. military beefs up their security, wasting millions of dollars in taxpayer money. Donald tweets a conspiracy video about the Democrats concocting this whole Storm Area 51 plan a la Pizzagate. A handful of dedicated nerds show up, but stay at a respectful distance from the site, vlogging and soiling themselves with pride. Democrats use this event to blame Trump supporters for the whole thing. Quote, fake news is running rampant, unquote. Quote, what is even reality anymore in tarot bang? CNN will have a field day. We'll talk about this amidst all the other current crises and scandals up until the 2020 election. Basically, what I'm saying is this. The event will determine who will win the election. Dems or GOP. Mic drop. Huh. That seems like an interesting uh, way to approach it. What are the chances that Donald Trump actually tweets about this? I'm actually shocked he hasn't. I agree. Because that was going to be one of my questions was if he's aware that this is going on. Has it made it? Has it gotten on his radar? I'd imagine it has. He uh, was asked for comment in July about whether or not he knew anything about aliens, and he said no one had informed him as of yet. Okay, nobody wants to tell him. So lastly, uh, a quote from my friend Tony, who is a bon vivant and a former van owner. So he says, A freakishly large woman named Jerpnik will arrive to the Area 51 gates. She will have enormous lactating breasts and will offer <laughs> spritz of milk for whomever wishes. Hundreds and thousands of desperate men will have a taste of her juice. Her milk is poisonous, and all who sampled it will be poisoned. Disastrous diarrhea with no proper facilities structured. 
a disaster indeed, Angelo. That sounds horrific to me. <laughs> that is by far the most outlandish one. Yeah. Oh, or uh, is it though? I don't know anymore. That's pretty outlandish. Um, so in closing, the term raid, as we surmised, and we've talked about this multiple times on Double Density, was a total misnomer and was largely an excuse for irony-soaked people, mostly you know white males, in their early to mid-20s to bring a meme to life, to be a part of something, something mediocre. The raid, it could be said, was a pretext for creating a larger law-tastic moment in time, right? So if you want to go celebrate some legendary alien shit, as Rob said, here's some legendary alien shit for you. The Betty and Barney Hill UFO abduction tale happened overnight from September 19th to 20th, 1961, right? So many consider this to be the start of modern ufology. Go do some research, learn more about this spectacular tale, listen to our episode about it, which you can find in the show notes. To me, that is the true takeaway from this. Remember Betty and Barney Hill and their remarkable story and move away from this pillar to mediocrity. Yeah, as much as I don't think the Betty and Barney Hill thing was an actual abduction, it's a lot more interesting than what's been going on today at this. It's very, so I feel like this this rate has been very self-serving, right? Yeah, it's not, it seems more just to gain attention to anything else. And I guess it's good in a way to bring attention to Area 51 and kind of understand what's happening. But uh, for people like myself, who are complete skeptics and realize that Area 51 is just a military base where they used to test uh, things they don't test them there anymore probably because everybody knows what area 51 is at this point what if this was a government psyop my friend oh that'd be pretty funny so there is a book by uh, a man named tom o'neill called chaos charles manson the cia and the secret history of the 60s right which touches on a lot of uh mk ultra stuff as well as cointel pro stuff and the idea there is to kind of discredit the hippie movement through these kinds of acts and there's a suggestion in there that manson was part of that what if this is just like the next generation of that of like let's discredit the internet and all these idiots and influencing culture by basically allowing them to have this space to do stupidity um, stupid stuff in there's a lot of stupid stuff brian as you put it uh, and I think this is some pretty top-level stupidity showing up there. <laughs> yeah, I agree it's, with that. It's like could be the show title, top-level stupidity. The silver lining is no one so far has died, right? No one's been shot. No one's really tried to storm the gates. They kind of um, have an amicable kind of a series of exchanges with uh, local law enforcement and military officials um, when they were at the gate this morning. Yeah, people seem to be having fun with it more than anything else. Yeah, so I'm really hoping that there's no mean-spirited actors in there. But you never know, especially, you know, with the history of um, these sort of like covert CIA ops. Um, not that I'm necessarily saying that like that is the most likely occurrence, but it is a possibility we need to explore um, in this day and age of this being uh, a way in which to sort of uh, obfuscate true intent with regards to what happens at facilities like Area 51. Yeah, you used a lot of big words there, Brian. You're, you're trying to confuse me. Are you going to be okay? I think I'll be okay. It's just this whole thing, like I said, I've kind of checked out of the, the... When we talked about it, I just thought it was silly, and I, I am very surprised that it actually went through and happened. What would, what would you do if your like, 20-year-old offspring was like, I'm doing this? I'd be very disappointed. I'm not angry. <laughs> just disappointed. disappointed. Just, just alien level disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, any closing thoughts about the raid, the quote unquote raid? Sorry, I should say quote unquote raid because it actually just was a peaceful protest by the gate and a bunch of stupid kids um, uh, dressed up in, you know, a, a bunch of like alien related gear uh, trying to get attention because this is influencer culture in 2019. Do you think this is going to be another, um, oh, what's the word? The Wall Street thing. What was it? Occupy Wall Street? 
Do you think no, this is going to no. be another Occupy Wall Street, like Occupy Area 51? <laughs> Not in the least. I'm actually surprised like some kind of a large-scale influencer like a Logan Paul hasn't made their way to um, Rachel Nevada yet. That'd be kind of cool. Would it be, though? Like, no, he's I the worst. Know. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew you would say that. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I find this uh, kind of interesting that there were actually like a large contingent of people uh, who largely showed up to party, right? So if they're expecting like uh, uh, tens of thousands of people to sort of congregate uh, along the 30 acres and um, sort of hang out and listen to music, right? Because there are bands playing there too. Uh, that's Is cool. Blink-182 playing? Because that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. No, but they they just put out an album today called Nine. Called Nine? Yeah, it's it's it, the album is called Nine, Angelo. Oh, I thought you were going to say called Nine something. No, 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 nine, the number nine. Oh, okay. It sounded like you were going to continue after nine. No, sadly. So uh, on the one hand, I'm uh, pleasantly surprised the amount of people who showed up. On the other hand, I knew this wouldn't be a true force for capital D disclosure, right? No. It never was going to be that. I mean, what if this does turn into something else, though? You think? No, it won't. I, no, I, I don't. I don't. Watch this episode come out in a couple of days and like everything's changed. We look like we've goofs. learned so much. This will be going down in history as the dumbest podcast ever. <laughs> uh, and with that, I feel like this is a good place to close our bonus episode on the Area 51 raid or non-raid gathering, I guess. The Area 51 gathering. Yeah. Uh, brouhaha. Yes, that is another uh, good word for it. As always, you can find us on Twitter at double underscore density, Instagram on double density podcast. You can also find us on double density net, where you can learn more about ourselves and check out all of our episodes. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just thinking those people, instead of waiting over there, could have waited in line for a shiny new iPhone. And uh, as always, if you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on your fave podcast and streaming platforms. New episodes come out every second Wednesday. If you're so inclined, go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We surely appreciate it. Although uh, there's going to be a few episodes a few weeks in a row now because of this bonus. It's true. So this is it for a bonus episode, though, Angelo, about the Area 51 raid. And until next time, I shall remain Earthbound. Great. I'm glad. That's a great SNES game, by the way. Earthbound. Go play it. Where's the button to hang up here? Bye.